Hi folks, this is the Right What If Podcast. I'm Joe Wright and I am doing this podcast for the first time after the NCAA tournament. If you followed that podcast, I had Kansas winning the National Championship over the Louisville Cardinals in the NCAA tournament. This next project that I will be doing will be a much more extensive one. I will be doing an out-of-the-park baseball simulation of the Major League Baseball season and also possibly the Minor League Baseball season. The season is about two weeks old now. It started on March 26th, and I will be discussing and doing a review of the first two weeks of the season before I get in the daily podcast detailing every game in, in detail and talking about the box scores, and who did what and what games. We start out here in Major League Baseball standings. As the season has been postponed due to the coronavirus pandemic, we start off in the American League East. We have the Tampa Bay Rays with a record of 9-3. and three. They are in first place. They have a two-and-a-half game lead over the Boston Red Sox. They have a three-game lead at 6-6 six and six over the Blue Jays, or three back. The Orioles are three back at six and six as well, and the shocking Yankees are four and eight, five games back to first. Tampa Bay has had a very good start to the season. At nine and three, they have been one of the top teams in the league over the past two weeks of the season. The first two weeks of the season, they have been led by Blake Snell, their top starting pitcher. The Rays have a very good offense and a rotation that has been doing well over the start. They started with the record of 5-0. and They had a swept weep over the Pirates, then two wins over the Yankees, and then they swept Texas before losing two out of three to Boston. Now they will play Cleveland in their next series as they hope to extend their string in first place. The Rays are led by Several good players. Yandy Diaz is the top hitter at 359 batting average. He has two home runs on the season, and he's OBP for the first two weeks is an incredible 490. He's had a very good start to the season. He's had hits in almost every in almost every game. He's had 14 hits to start the season, and is doing very well for himself. The Yankees have been ravaged by injuries at four and eight. The Yankees are four and eight, and they've had a lot of stuff go wrong for them. Garrett Cole has been their only decent starter to start the year. He has a one and one one record. Tanaka is five has a five point seven nine ERA and he's zero and two, while the other three starters all have ERAs over six. Jay Happ has a 14.85 ERA in two starts. He only pitched six and two-thirds innings. The team also has been struggling. Luke Voigt is the only one hitting the two and two seventy-five at three home runs, and LeMayu is hitting two eighty-nine, but nobody else is hitting more than two seventy, and most are way below that. Aaron Judge has started the season off only one hitting one forty-seven in 34 at-bats, and he has those two RBIs to start the season. He only has five hits in, so far, and it's been a tough start for him. Five hits in 34 at-bats.
and this has been a very good season also for the Red Sox at 7-6. and six. Jose Peraza is the second leading batter in the league with a three sixty eight average in the American League. Vladimir Guerrero has the top batting average in AL and tied for the tops in baseball at four twenty nine. He has 10 RBIs already in 12 games for the 6-6 six six Blue Jays. This division will be competitive, it looks to be, for the entire season. The American League Central is led by the 7-5 Chicago White Sox. White Sox had a bunch of new free agent acquisitions in the offseason, and they have answered the call to start the season. The Royals are surprising folks with a 6-5 and five record only a half a game out of first place. They have a four-game winning streak. Tigers are in third at 6-6, six and six, while the Indians and the Twins, the two teams most thought would be at the top, are actually in the bottom. Minnesota is 4-9, but only 3.5 games back as nobody has gone out to a really hot start. The Royals at 6-5 and five are a good story. They're not, most people did not pick them to do well this year, and they're led by Whit Merrifield. He played 11 games and he's hitting 362 with two home runs. Brad Keller has been their top starting pitcher with a 1.69 ERA, 2-0 record. They haven't had to go through the bullpen very much, but when they have, it's not been very good for them. But the Royals have had a good start to the season, sweeping the Tigers in three games, and they also had a 2 out of 3 over to Seattle. They lost... Their first series, two out of three to the White Sox, and got swept at Detroit. So, Kansas City might be shocking some people to start the season, as the fan interest still down a little bit, down to almost 17,000 fans a game. But, that division looks to be a good one. We'll see if Minnesota improves in my projections as we get towards the middle of April and eventually towards the weather warms in late April. The AL West isn't another surprise. It's been pretty good so far. The Seattle Mariners and the Oakland A's are tied for first place, eight and five record. The Astros are half a game back. They lost their last three. They started seven and two, but they lost their last three. The Angels are six and seven, while the Rangers, who are opening a new stadium, have not been open. Not been good to start their new stadium, Globe Life Field. They are two and ten, and have. An anemic offense. None of their hitters are hitting over 273, and that's only one hitter, Danny Santana. Everybody else on the roster in the starting lineup is hitting two or 213 or below. That is bad, folks. They've only scored 35 runs in 12 games, and their batting average, team batting average, is below 200. They also have allowed 80 runs, so they've been bad in the field and hitting the ball. That's not a good sign for the Rangers if they want to make a playoff run here. Corey Kluber had a 6.32 ERA in three starts. And he hasn't had a, and it's their big free agent signing. He hasn't pitched more than five or two and two thirds innings to start the season. He's hoping that he can improve himself as we get later on into the year. So the Rangers have a lot of work to do. The Mariners though, at eight and five, have been shocking some people. Maybe they won't be last year. They were a really good start of the season. But Daniel Vogelbach's five home runs have been leading them for leading their offense. Kyle Gasioka used to be on the Yankees. 
got traded to Seattle, and he has three home runs and seven RBIs. He was claimed off of waivers from the Yankees on March 22nd. So, surprising, him starting, he's a cleanup hitter for the Mariners, and he's already hit three home runs. And without Felix Hernandez, their, their rotation's actually doing well also. Marco Gonzalez has a three ERA, and most of their, none of their guys are below, above five. But the Mariners have a tougher schedule coming up with four games against the Red Sox. They lost three out of their last four, but they hope to improve and stay in the race for a decent amount of time. The AL wildcard race is led by the Mariners and A's half a game up, then the Astros at 7-5. and five. We've had a very good start to the season and looks to be in the American League. And nobody's had any big run other than the Rays, who have the top record. Mike Montgomery is the best ERA in the American League. No ERA. Yandy Diaz is hitting his, in nine games straight. Guerrero has the top wins above replacement, and he also has the top batting average. Hunter Renfro has the most home runs in the AL with six. Now we'll go to the National League. The National League is led by the Atlanta Braves. They're predicted to do well this season. They have a 10-3 and record. They've been the top team in baseball over the first couple of weeks of the season, going out to a very hot start. They hope to slay the demons of last year losing to the Cardinals in the first in the game fives. But the ten and three Braves have had a good start to the season. They won three out of four at Arizona. Then they won two out of three against the Padres. Good start start. Then they had two out of three against Miami and swept San Diego. They're already done with their series against San Diego for the season on April the 8th. This would be really shocking to see, considering it's a 162-game season to be already done with the team two weeks into the year. Kind of odd to see. That's the quirks of the baseball schedule. The Braves have been led by several decent players to start the year. They've had... Ronald Acuna, one of the top guys in baseball, has three home runs to start. Also, Adini Hetzferia has three home runs from the eight hole. Mike Soroka already has three wins, 1.19 ERA. He's been a very good starter for them. And he also has four saves from Will Smith, the Braves closer they got in the offseason. They had 66 runs scored, top tied for first in the, in the NL. The top four, and they also have 10 stolen bases in the first 13 games. So it's been a pretty good start for them. They, go, they play at Miami next for a four-game series. The Mets are 8-3 and three and on a six-game winning streak. They've had another good start to the year. DeGrom has the lowest ERA at .78. It's lowest in, in baseball other than Mike Montgomery. Pablo Lopez of Miami has three wins to start the season. He's been a shock. A guy that had a five-year last year. 3-0 with 24 strikeouts and no walks to start the season. What a surprising start for him, for the Marlins. He had an eight-inning, no-run-allowed performance, then no runs allowed in six innings, and then four runs allowed in five and a third. But... I'm for the minimum, he's done his job. 
Mets have a six-game winning streak, and we'll talk about them now. The Mets are led by Michael Conforto. He's had four home runs and 11 RBIs. Syndergaard, who was injured pre when the simulation started, is not included in the um in the rosters, but he made it into the game without an injury. He has a win to start the year. Also, we have Marcus Stroman. He's one and zero. It's been a good start for the Mets at eight and three. They beat they beat swept Houston two games, swept Washington three games, and that's a good way to start the season. Now they go to Milwaukee. That's what I'll be talking about in the next podcast that I do the daily box score recap. But the Nationals have had a bad start to the season at three and nine. Phillies are six and six, while the nine and four Marlins have done very well. But the Nationals. Six and a half games out of first already. And it's only April the 9th. Playing 12 games. And they won yesterday. Beat the Marlins 10 to nothing. So they were 2 and 9. But they're, they haven't scored a lot of runs. They've scored 41 runs in 13 games. They also. Their batting has been very average. Below. Below zero. In wins above replacement. Only four home runs in 13 games. One from Gomes, one from Kendrick, one from Soto, one from Adam Eaton. So, they got to improve their offense. Now they have a trip to L.A. and Seattle. So, going won't get easier, but they have to have a good road trip. They don't want to fall back way behind to start the season and be way down in their standings. The NL Central is led by the Reds, who've made a lot of good moves on the in the offseason. 7-4 and four record. They have a game and a half lead on the Cubs. The Reds have had a great season start. And their opening day starter is Sonny Gray. Sonny Gray had a 3 nothing win in his first game. He was saved by Rezel Iglesias in Cincinnati. But the Reds have had a good start. Led by Nick Castellanos and Freddie Galvis. Each have three home runs apiece. It's a good way to... Boost your team with the Reds Bandbox Ballpark at Great American Ballpark. 24th attendance, but been a good start for them. They have a lot of good players, and they hope to be a team that has, they haven't made the playoffs in eight years, and they hope that this year is the year. So now we will go through the rest of the NL Central. We'll go through that, and we'll see... The Cubs are six and six. The Marlins, the Brewers are five and six. The Pirates are five and seven, and the Cardinals are in last at three and nine. They've lost their last four games. Surprising, they did have one of the first accomplishments you'll see in the sport: a no hitter. Jack Flaherty had the no hitter, shocking people. I mean, he had their first win of the season. Overall, the team was zero and five, losing. In 10 innings to Milwaukee, they, lost, they got swept by the Reds. But out of nowhere, Jack Flaherty no-hit the Brewers on April 1st, afternoon game. He had four, seven strikeouts and two walks. And his offense also keyed them with a walk. But 
the, he had his first no-hitter in history. He only threw 100 pitches while the Brewers had six pitchers. But Jack Flaherty, first no-hitter for the Cardinals since 2001. That keyed him a little bit as they won two out of three against Baltimore. But then they got swept by the Dodgers at home. So that is not a good start. They have four more games left to play against them. But still losing three in a row to that team is bad. Only two guys have hit more than one home run. Adam Wainwright is 0-2 with a 16.20 ERA. He only pitched five innings on the season. So they haven't had a very good start. The attendance has gone down 7% as the team is in win-now mode. But they hope they have a long season. The Pirates have a decent division. Who knows who will be the top team in this division. But the Pirates are 5-7. and seven, And they're led by Joe Musgrove starting pitching. And also with... Jacob Stallings and Ryan Reynolds. They're five and seven. Now we go to the NL West. We have the Dodgers on a five game win streak at eight and four. Then we have a tie at second for six at six and six. Giants and Rockies and Padres and D backs five and eight, three and a half back. So that's what the way we have it in the NL. The Dodgers are the top team as you would expect in the West. Led by Clayton Kershaw and David Price. David Price, their big acquisition in the offseason, has had two good starts to start the year. Seven strikeouts in the last game, both against San Francisco. So, he's already been big for them. Walker Buehler, 2.79 ERA, he's 2-1. They wanted the best pitching staffs in the league. Will Smith, the catcher, has 15 RBIs already in only... 10 games, 3 home runs, so he's had a great start to the season. He's become a star in L.A. as a catcher, out of nowhere. He's only played 54 games last year, but he's a power hitter. He had 15 home runs. He already has 3, and we're 2 weeks into the season. And L stats are coming. Chris Bryant is a top hitter at 429. He has four home runs, but Javier Baez, his teammate for the Cubs, leads with six. Then Cody Bellinger and Mike Yastrzemski with six also for the for L.A. and San Francisco, respectively. Yastrzemski has 15 RBIs. Will Smith leads with 15. Bellinger has five steals. Malik Smith has the best most steals in, the league, in Major League Baseball with 10 already for the Mariners. Conforto is on a 10-game hitting streak, the longest of the year for anybody. DeGrom has the lowest ERA ahead of Mike Soroka at 1.19 for him. Andrew Triggs of the, of the Giants has the third lowest at 1.29. Matt Barnes has the most saves in baseball at 5 for the Red Sox. Diaz is behind him for the match for 4, along with Iglesias and Smith. Gray has the most strikeouts. Garrett Cole has the most in the major leagues with 33 in three starts. He's been everything they've been worth. He's had 10 strikeouts his first start, 12 his second, 11 his third. He lost the first game, but he's been very good for the Yankees. They needed him bad with their 4-8 start. 
So now, we'll go over the schedule on April 9th. I'm going to do daily podcasts now as we go through the season. Usually it'll be at night during the season as I've recapped the games that would have gone on during this pandemic. I'll go box score and give a recap of every game as it was played online and be fun to follow as we go through the season. We had two weeks of recap here and we have some decent signings too as we go through thing as we go through today, April ninth. Adrian Gonzalez signed minor league contracts for the Padres. That's a big signing. He used to be a Padre. But then we have other guys released. We had Drew Storen released by the Phillies. And Dante Bissett Jr. released by the Nationals. He's now a free agent. He was in the National system. Especially minor league guys here. With these releases. Minor league contracts. And you see how the minor league season was supposed to start on this date. I also give minor league updates. As it's important that they get their due. Because 160 teams not playing. That's a big deal. I mean it's almost as... Many of the major leagues make so much money, but the minor leagues deserve to get their due. So I'll go over both in this podcast. But this is Joe Wright for the Wright What If podcast. Get a baseball recap of the first two weeks, but now I'm going to do it every day from now into the future. And I hope you've enjoyed this podcast. And follow me and any podcast platform, Wright What If.